if you win a client, you should be thinking about how to keep that client. And I think I see a lot of freelancers that go, okay, I did this job. That's it. And they're not thinking about how to take that client from day one and turn them into a client for the next five years, for the next 10 years, obviously, depending on the type of work that you do. But you want to change your mindset to do that because that's going to be making you think, how can I be more irreplaceable? Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey, because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. This episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about job security or the lack thereof and kind of instability when it comes to freelancing and how that can affect you and your perception of freelancing and the life that you can build around it. And I have talked about this some in previous episodes, but the idea and the perception around freelancing generally is that it's very unstable and that you have to really stress and struggle and work hard in order to build up a stable freelancing business, a stable amount of income. And I have not found that to be so. I found the opposite to be true, that it was very easy when I centered myself around doing good work. That was key number one, like it's just built in me to always do good work, to give the client more than they asked for, to go above and beyond. And that is just sort of in general in life versus just, it's not like something I turn on in order to do good for a client. It's just, it's at my core. I watched my parents do that, right? They had a great work ethic. They are retired now, but they always give their all when they are doing something. And I learned that from a very young age. The other thing is going off of freelancing platforms. And you'll have heard me talk about this before. I think that it can be dangerous to only depend on freelancing platforms because you get stuck in, or it's easy to get stuck in, a mentality of passivity versus being proactive. To me, freelancing platforms are amazing. They do connect people looking for work and clients who have work. However, it's very much reactive. You are applying for jobs the same way that you would apply in the corporate world in putting in your resume and hoping for the best once you fill out a job application versus actually going out, which I recommend, and finding, sourcing clients directly, getting in front of them and showing them why they need to work with you. So I've talked about that before in the past. I would suggest a diversified approach. It's okay. You know, you're just starting out. It can be very comfortable to be on a freelancing platform like Upwork or Fiverr, but you are competing with literally millions of other freelancers on those platforms. And especially if you are in a saturated market like a virtual assistant, you're up against just hundreds, thousands of other people who are doing the same work as you. It can be difficult to stand out. So I would diversify. I would apply to some jobs on the platform, but then also go and find people off platform that you can pitch your services to directly and take the time to do the research to do a good pitch. Now, the other thing I would say to take a look at is going inward and looking at yourself and going, what are things that I could be doing differently in order to make myself irreplaceable? Because I'll be honest, top freelancers are not struggling with job instability. Top freelancers have more work than they can handle. They tend to get 
referrals. They don't have to go looking for clients. They're getting referrals from the clients that they already have. And in some cases, they have to go on and hire other people and train up other people to help them keep up with the pace, the demand. So if that's not your situation, if you're not going, dude, I have way more work than I can handle. People just keep coming to me for work. There's just no way that I can take on more right now. I want you to ask yourself, okay, what's the gap between where you are now and getting to there? And a lot of times it comes down to doing good work and making yourself irreplaceable. Your clients should be excited to work with you. Your clients should be fearful that you'll leave them, right? Like I have people that have worked for me that I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll refer you. I'll like, I'll tell my friends about you. I'll tell some other entrepreneurs, other business owners, but like you'll stay, right? Like I'll help you fill out your schedule if like for people who work for me part time or whatever. Happy to do that. But also like, ah, I don't want to lose them. Right. I'm worried about losing them because they do good work. So what are you doing to make yourself irreplaceable to a client? Sticking with the example of a virtual assistant, because I think it is a good one, because again, it's just very easy to understand. And there are hundreds of thousands of them out there. If there's a 100,000 people doing what you do, how do you stand out? And the genuine truth from, you know, I've hired hundreds of freelancers over the years, many people are not doing anything to stand out. They just do exactly what they do, which is exactly what the person next to them does and the person next to them and the person next to them. And nobody is standing out. So I've talked about this in another episode. I have one of two reactions when I get done with a contract with somebody. It's either, oh my gosh, this person was amazing. I got to work with them again. Or it's meh. It's one of those two. And just meh is not good enough. Like either they've left me with a feeling of, wow, this is amazing. Or they've left me with meh. And I don't seek to work with those people again. So out of 100,000 people doing virtual assistant work, there's a good chance that 99,000 of them are doing meh. Like the work is anywhere from terrible to perfectly fine, but they're not doing that extra. They're not doing that wow. They're not doing that extra bit to just make the client feel like they are in good hands. So if you win a client, you should be thinking about how to keep that client. And I think I see a lot of freelancers that go, okay, I did this job. That's it. And they're not thinking about how to take that client from day one and turn them into a client for the next five years, for the next 10 years, obviously, depending on the type of work that you do. But you want to change your mindset to do that because that's going to be making you think, how can I be more irreplaceable? How can I just make it so easy to work with me? How can I constantly outside of the work that I'm doing for this client be thinking about leveling up my skills? How can I be adding something in? And that just changes everything. Then you're going to be at the weekend, sitting down and maybe spending an hour or two reading a book that's going to help you level up your skills, listening to a podcast, just your whole shift, mindset shift toward if I'm not drowning in work, it's because I could be better. And then going out and taking the initiative to keep clients long term, to go into these things thinking, okay, so they've hired me to do this job. I'm going to do this job so amazing. And I'm also going to look around for other opportunities that I see where they could fix this other thing or fix that other thing. So many people go in and they passively do exactly as they are told. And those are the people who a contract ends and they'll never hear from the client again versus people who go in and do exactly as they are told and also have a list of eight other things that they noticed while they were doing what they were told to do. That could also be work for them to do. And instead of going, hey, this is broken. I don't know if you've seen that. They're going, hey, I found this while I was doing this other thing. This is broken. I did some investigating. Turns out we can fix it by doing this, this, and this. I can do that. Do you want me to do that? That 
is a whole different kind of energy. And that leads to finding more work for yourself with that same existing client. And just you're going to repeat that both with that client and any other client down the road, this constant pattern, this constant rotation of just finding more work for yourself, creating more work for yourself and sticking with those clients long term, having the work, having the stability long term, because clients don't love turnover either. Every time you've got to bring somebody else in, train that person up, give them access to various systems. It's a lot of work. It's so much easier for them to just keep you. Clients want you to be so amazing that they cannot help but keep you. So it's kind of a hard truth. It's kind of a in your face a little bit. But If a client's not keeping you, it's because you could be better. You could be doing better work. You could be gaining more skills. You could be really taking control of your career and the work that you do and showing them how working with you long term is going to help them get what they want in long term. All of these are things that you could be doing. So if you're feeling kind of the instability with freelancing, especially if you are getting jobs with clients, but then they never work with you again, that is a real sign that There's work that you could be doing to really, really level up your skills and contribute at a much higher level in their business. And part of this is personal development, to be honest. Part of this is personal development and growth, building your confidence, building your skills and building, especially sometimes culturally, your ability to speak up and put yourself forward. I have noticed that this varies depending on the culture. Obviously, American, we're a bit more bold and brash, have a reputation for that. In other cultures, it's that are much softer and very respectful. It can be difficult to put yourself in the position of I'm going to tell the client what to do, which again is why I tend to encourage people to think of themselves as a business, not as a person, but as a business. If you are a virtual assistant business, then in your best interest that you are helping the client to get what they want, part of the assistance that you're providing them is all of these other things that you have found that you know that you could increase, that you could make more efficient, that you could streamline, that you could put systems in place, whatever it is. So that comes from reading the books, listening to the podcasts, working on yourself, working on your confidence, working on getting better at things. There's nothing to stop you from looking at other tools that you could bring to them and say, hey, I've noticed that there's this tool that automates stuff. Instead of me doing this thing every day where it takes me 10 minutes to do this thing, I found this thing, press a button and it makes it happen. This is something I've found you that's going to save you time. It frees up my time to go do other things. Presenting that to them, not with like, hey, I found this thing that maybe would help, but laying it all out for them. And especially if it's a free tool, (laughs) clients love that. If you're struggling with the lack of stability, you just don't feel like you are having a consistent stream of clients coming in. I would encourage you again to diversify where you look for those clients. Don't just stay on the platform, go off and find people. In this world, we are more connected than ever and people everywhere need help with stuff, especially online as we live more and more of our lives online. So be on the lookout for various places that you can diversify. Some of your clients on platform, some of your clients off platform, And try to streamline and try to steer those clients toward long term. One of my biggest clients been with for years, first hired me for a $50 job. It was a one time job if I had left it at that. If I had just been like, here's your job. There's the thing. I did the thing you asked. Bye now. I would have missed out on hundreds of thousands of dollars. But it was by 
offering to do something else and saying yes to something else and working on something else and finding things here, there and everywhere, all these things, that is what can turn that into a long-term ongoing thing that has lasted over the years. So I would encourage you to do the same. How can you brainstorm with anything that a client gives you? How can you take it and turn it into something long-term, whether it's by increasing the services that you offer to do complimentary stuff right around the edges of what you already do. Wouldn't hurt to do a brainstorm of the basics that you offer and then figure out what are the other things that people typically need around this space. And could you go and take a course online on YouTube or whatever? Can you learn some of those complimentary skills? What else can you get better at? I'm almost positive that It lies not as much in your skills, but as in your confidence and your communication. Because so many times when you can just take the client and steer them toward the next thing that you want them to do, and then the next thing that you want them to do, and then the next thing, et cetera, they will do it. They're so busy with so many things and with making decisions constantly and being busy constantly that it is a dream when you just come along and you find all these things that need done and you steer them exactly into how to get it done. It's a dream. So that is something to definitely consider. How can you do an inventory of yourself and go, what is it that I am doing that I could be doing differently in order to have more clients coming in, keep them long-term? Why aren't I so good that they can't imagine not working with me for the long term? Why aren't there people lining up outside the door to work with me? Why aren't there friends and their clients trying to steal me away to work with them? Well, I can get better at this. I can get better at that. I can do this. I can offer this complimentary thing as well. I can up my communication because hardly anyone communicates well. So I can just be so stellar that they are just blown away. I've set a new level of work level communication that they just can't imagine living without. It's because I find things all the time that can be done better. And I don't wait around for someone to tell me to do it. I get in there and actually figure it out and make things happen. I'm constantly in there trying to make life better for my client and it pays off in the long run. So things like that, doing that deep, deep introspection into what is the difference between you and where you want to be, and then going through and just over time, adding skills, focusing on fixing things, shoring up your communication, That's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference because job instability when it comes to freelancing doesn't come down to there's just no clients out there or there's just no one who appreciates my work. It's a matter of are you doing work and do you have the skills at a high enough level to where they are appreciated? Because again, there's just millions of people out there freelancing and And in order to stand out, you have to be doing something differently. So taking responsibility for that, deciding, yeah, I'm going to do something differently and actually going out and getting it done. That's going to make a huge difference. You're going to feel much more stable and much calmer when you do have that scenario where clients are just constantly lining up at your doorstep. And once you work with clients, you know that you can wow them and they're going to stick around with you for the long term. All right. Well, I hope that this was helpful for you today. Please do check out my newsletter at escapehatchnews.com. Every week I am sending out live, work, and travel tips to help you design a life that you love, earn more money through freelancing, and of course, giving you advice on how to travel the world if you so desire. As always, you can also reach out with comments at liveworktravelig on Instagram, or you can email me at hello at liveworktravel.com. That's it for today. I'll be back next Monday with another episode. Take care of yourself.